All right. Uh, welcome to With All Due Respect. This is Chef. And as always, when listening to our podcast, uh, be sure to write a comment, uh, give us a rating, share it with your friends. Uh, thank you for listening. This is our anniversary of our six years in potting uh, this month. So it's a celebration. This is episode 194. Well, with a white voice, what up? 5,000 North South Florida. It's your boy, J. Joe. Everybody on mute. And. Hey, guys. It's Lauren. Good to see you again. Lauren, the cookie lady, Lauren? That's the one. What up, Lauren? Nice. DC one mute. I don't know. Nah, Atlanta did nah, officially. DC one. They she just said that so Atlanta feel better. Atlanta feel good about themselves. Oh wait, it was actually announced a winner. Well, Beyonce said Atlanta, you won, you won. Oh, I thought I heard that. She said she said DC won too. I think Nashville won before everybody. Quincy won. <laughs> what are y'all talking about? <laughs> so during the concert, uh, the Beyonce Renaissance concert. There's a part okay. in the song Energy where she says something, 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 and everybody on mute, and then everybody in the stadium or coliseum, wherever that you are, everybody's supposed to be quiet. But it didn't catch on at first, and now in the latter part of the tour, everybody knows to do it, so it's just silence for maybe two beats, and then she finishes. But they've made it into a thing in a contest, and people seem to enjoy it, so... Uh, Lauren, have you been to the Beyonce concert? No, I haven't. Not really thing. You don't like Beyonce? Um, I don't dislike her. She's very clearly talented. Okay. I feel like we. I don't. About I'm that. not on a level where I would spend that type of money or like spend that type of energy to go to her show. Is that a pun? No, but that. Y'all take cool though. What she said. <laughs> I ain't gonna front. I mean, I'm not. It seemed like people really went all out for these Beyonce concerts, like with oh, the outfits sure. and whatnot. It's crazy. For sure. You and I saw dudes, which is off putting, but. You, Some, you, you know what I'm saying? Somebody Goodbye. made a comment that Beyonce is this generation's Michael Jackson. That's fair. I think that's fair. Is it fair? I don't no, know if it's fair. So who else could it be? Um, and they, and you mean from a popularity standpoint, right? You don't mean like talent and all that. In my mind, it didn't go to talent at all. Popularity. Yeah, like because she sells out. Because she sells out shows. I don't want to go there on the talent thing. I don't want to get in trouble with the hive no more than I already am. I mean, guys. I mean, I just just on, on its face, like, is she as big as Michael was? For sure. Of course she mm-hmm. is. Nah, nah, she's not as big as Michael. But, but she's we're talking there. about this generation. Right. This generation. Can y'all fit be bigger between Michael and Beyonce? I mean, Michael had, like, Scandinavian children, like, going into cardiac arrest. Yeah, like, like yeah. The, what? The thing is, anyone passed out about um, Beyonce, like, if someone just fell out. No, 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 no. I think I said it wrong. I'm not saying 
I'm not comparing the two of them. I'm saying for the generation. So Michael, his time's ended. Now we're here. Is anybody mm -hmm. else since Michael been bigger than Beyonce is what I'm saying. I don't think so. I don't think anyone puts on a show like her. I'm, I I've heard Taylor Swift is up there. Oh, what? Now Prince now puts, put that. Now wait a minute, motherfucker. <laughs> now let's not, uh, I mean, we're not talking about best showman, right? We're talking about, because there are some great showmen that may not be as big as Michael and Beyonce. So I'm not going to say that just because you're not as big as Michael, you're not a, as good of a showman. Because Prince, that, that, that's a motherfucking show. Um, but I mean, they st them, them K-pop niggas bigger than all you niggas. Yeah, very true. So, I mean, I mean, you really? too, you too, uh, Coldplay. Like these motherfuckers shut down cities. You know what I'm saying? Like guys, those are not Coldplay is not crossover where you have someone from every sort. Yeah, that's not a thing. Oh, oh Coldplay got hella fucking crossover. I'm, how many of your friend group? I don't know about that. Coldplay sold the fuck out in, in, in this area. Specific friends. That's because, that's because they're the majority of, of our population. Not, not in motherfucking Prince George's County. I'll tell you that right now. I think devil's advocate because you're being ridiculous at this point. No, they, they don't sell out in Prince George's County. If they do, there's people coming from D.C. and coming from like Columbia, Maryland. He just arguing and arguing. It's definitely Beyonce of this situation. It's, there's no other... I challenge someone. Man, I wish there was a phone right here. Somebody call yeah, so in right now. And say what? Has she grossed like a half a billion so far? Do we think that Beyonce is bigger than Coldplay though? Just on his face? Yeah. I know. Ooh, I, I don't like, know about that. I don't know about that. Why, 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 why don't we got to get a stat, stat boy or stat girl to do this, but we can move on. <laughs> so, Chef, you're still in a hotel? Yeah, man, I'm gonna be in a hotel till um, probably till the next election. Damn. So that's that. Um, it's cool. I'm starting to get used to living in a hotel. Um, in a situation like this, does um well, first of all, sorry that that happened. I thank you. Got it yet? But um, in a situation like this, does insurance just cover your time in the hotel? Yeah, they they cover it, so it's fine. Um, it's, it's cool. They cover it. Um, I get hotel points, so I'm almost gold again, which is sweet. So Congrats. like that part. How um, we all, how are we all eating? Not as, not good. Not good, guys. Um, they is get there us, a kitchen in there? I can't remember what you said. We have a kitchen in the hotel room, but okay. it's not it's not ideal. So I'm not about to cook no jambalaya. I ain't about to cook no no fry no fish and. I ain't about to cook no salmons and, and spinach. I'm well, you got there. You might change your mind next month. Yeah, these pots are mid, so it's, I'm, I'm scared if I, the pots will like portray me and burn the hotel down. I don't think, you, I don't think you're cooking jambalaya the way you pronounce jambalaya either, but go ahead. Fair. Fair. Yeah, hotel pots are definitely hey. big trash. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I don't feel comfortable. They do provide us a continental breakfast every morning. Um, consisting of assorted pastries and uh, an, an egg dish of some sort, uh, as well as fruit. So, I, I mean, I'll be eating that, and then I don't eat nothing for lunch, and then I'll eat something for dinner. I've been eat, trying to eat salads. I'm trying to keep my stuff together, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's it's not ideal, like, as far as, like, cooking like I used to. But it's fine, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm happy to be here. This hotel is weird, though, because it'd be like motherfuckers in here trying to choose up. 
I'll be watching. I'll be observing it. It's nasty. And any attractive uh, couples? No, oh, no. Everyone's ugly. Uh, ugly. Okay. <laughs> so. can, we, can we go back to two of that? So, hold on. Let me, let me bring out some numbers for you, J. Joe. This is Coldplay and Beyonce. I'm going to come back one second. So Beyonce is running Renaissance tour. We're what halfway through it? Yeah. Let's say halfway. Sure. 1.6 million in attendance. And 300, what is it? 200 and something million, but let's say 300 million in box office. Coldplay in 2016 doubled the shows. We'll just cut it in half, okay? Cut it in half, it's around 3 million in attendance and 523 gross, so we'll say 250 million box office. And that was, I don't know, seven or eight years ago. So about on par with Renaissance, if not more. But when was that last tour, though? Uh, not too long ago. Uh... You a big Coldplay fan, Wood? The last, the last tour is still going on. It was going from 2022. It'll end on the 2nd of September, 2024. Okay, Cur- but you have tickets, though. Currently, it's 6.3 million in attendance, 617.8 million in box office. That is a good question, though, that Lauren just asked for. I mean, I, I fuck with Coldplay, but I also don't fuck with concerts, so I'm not really the best person to ask about concerts. I don't like people. So who try? So back to Lauren's question. So who's trying to choose up? I guess that's what the question was. No, I was asking what does choose up mean. Oh, I didn't know what that meant. Like, are you just choosing? You know, saying like people trying to holler, holler, holler. Like, like I know. Wait, um, you getting hollered at every day in your hotel? Not me, not me. No one hollers. I'm I'm not that. I'm not that cute. My wife gets hollered at. Um, Actually, first I thought we were talking about you and your wife together. No. No, thought we were talking the thing about. is, because here's the thing, my wife works at a law firm, so she's dressed up in the morning like she's going to work at a law firm. I'm dressed like this, so I think they think I'm a I'm Mr. Mom, because I'll have the babies in tow, taking them to school, and they, so I think they think I'm a loser, and my wife is um, the breadwinner, so they, they, they definitely don't look at me, but they... So they think you're a, a cuck or a beta man, and they might be able to mm. <laughs> take your black queen from you. Mm. Tech, tech cu- oh, mm. I'm learning. And I do be looking beta-ish. I can't even front, mm. especially if I don't have a haircut. Ooh, Jesus Christ. So I'm, <laughs> almost like I'm saying, please do it in front of me. So I could just <laughs> so you can watch, like a <laughs> and cry and cry a little bit. So that's how you look at me, uh, Lauren. So I saw that you went to Be Out Day in Atlanta, which I mean that's where you live, so I guess you didn't go that far. Um, how was that? It was cool. That can you explain tough. to everyone what Be Out Day is if they've never been? Oh, actually, I feel like you should intro. All right, so. Florida Head University, better known as FAMU, uh, started this, um, I guess it started at FAMU, it was a big picnic that they had called Be Out Day, um, meaning just being outside. Uh, so 
A lot of people graduated, went to Atlanta, decided, you know what, we're going to do be out there in Atlanta, and we're going to raise money for scholarships for incoming freshmen. So they, I think this is the seventh or eighth, uh, eighth. eighth, and they uh, and they raise tens of thousands of dollars. Um, but it's like big fun picnic. Uh, people have tents. They have a stage now. They have performers now, uh, and people come out and they have it's kind of like a big tailgate almost uh, so it was kind of gets you ready for the homecoming season um, and they have vendors and Lauren and her cookie company was out there crumble crumb I'm sorry not crumble that people apparently mistake one for the other but crumb, Crumble's crumb nasty. Out there. crumble is nasty Wait. crumb is delicious right all right so how was that? So I like how you said it was like a like a big tailgate. It does feel like that. Um, it was cool though. This is my first year um, being a vendor for Biate, so that was really cool. It was my first time actually being a vendor for anything. My sales have all been online, so I had there was a lot of. Uh, but I got it done and. Uh, other than the rain, it was it was great. It was successful. I saw a lot of people I didn't see in a long time. I made a lot of sales and, and new customers. And overall, it was a, a great experience. It was uniquely hot that day. And I feel like I almost passed out twice and had to talk to myself. Like, that would not be a good look if you passed out here at your first event. And it, But it was, I was hanging on by a thread for a minute. I, I pulled through. I pulled and um, everybody that supported, anybody that's listening, everybody that supported in any sort of way, even, you know, if not financially, you shared with a friend, put up a post, recommended. I appreciate all of that stuff. Thank you. So, so would you do it again? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Did did anybody try to choose up with you? Did you, was there (laughs) some choosing up? And only like six or seven. Okay. All right. I think that low. It was yeah, it was low. Oh, that's a that's not a good day. Okay. Crazy times. What about you? Five thousand? Anything fun, exciting? Eat anything new? Anything good? Some nah. Some ADP. Uh, <laughs> no, definitely no ADP. Nah. Um, I was trying to think because I was like, I knew this question was gonna come up, but I'm like, not much is going on. The ADP question or. Did you oh. do anything this week? Yeah, what's been going on? Question. Oh. I, I had no clue the ADP was coming. That's what she said. Do you ever really have a clue? <laughs> no, that's why it's ADP. <laughs> <laughs> what What does ADP stand for? All day pussy. Okay, so yeah, you really sometimes you don't know all day pussy is coming. Have y'all talked about this before? All day pussy. Uh I think oh. it's come up. Before. We I talk, thought we talked about Jim. Okay. We talked about Jim. Pussy. I got it. Let me see if I got it without you having told me. When you first said all day pussy, I'm thinking like y'all are doing it all day, and I'm like that sounds abrasive. But then I was like, no, he means the coochie that you get in at the end of the day, like she's been going through life in the elements. Correct? Yes. Correct. Good job. Yes. Me. Deductive reasoning. My schooling. It's got to be. Um, Lauren, do you have a issue with your ADP? 
an are issue you, with it. Yeah, are you like, like, <laughs> like framing, phrasing? Phrasing. Like some women are like, oh, oh hold on, hold on. Like, like, no, I haven't showered. I, I, I've done it. I'm not gonna lie and say I haven't. I'm not, and I won't be shamed. I have to feel comfortable, but I don't make it a habit of that. Like, like in most cases, I'm straight. You know what I mean? But I said it. Sure, I'm a woman. How do you feel about ADD? I thought we were talking about like uh, <laughs> attention deficit. Honestly, I was. <laughs> I'm about to say it can also be. I got, I, it can also be. What ADD. the fuck does that have to do with anything? Uh, it can also be ADP. Also, that would be. Well, in fact, it's, it's, I think it's probably just all ADP as well. Okay, that's fine. ADP. How do you feel about ADP? Same. The exact. It'll be the same answer. That what? Not a problem. I mean, there there could be exceptions to every rule. Like I'm not as adventurous as some. I heard recently that um, from someone that this woman he was dating um, was actually super turned on by the way he smelled after he worked out. And that's when she would want to, like, give him head and whatnot. And I was like, that's not going to be me ever in life. Oh, I, I got it. I can't do it, boy. I got a own boy, too. Yeah. Not, not, not with the penis part, but the head part in a woman. You like a little twang on this thing, if you know what and, I mean. And, and no shame to anybody that's into that. Do your thing. I have a homeboy who, back in college, who just used to constantly stink. And I was like, why don't you um, put on deodorant or adequately wash your ass? And he was like, the ladies love it. And I was like, really? But I never I never saw him without a woman. And I was like, you stink, stink. Yeah, I remember so, you were talking about Betty a few episodes back. Yeah, it was like a while back, but... What's funny about that is whenever somebody stinks, I always judge the person that's loving them. <laughs> because... Oh, you have to. Why yeah. are, Why is this right. a thing? You like girls that was kind of sub-slow? What? <laughs> wow, that's kind of what? Category. Like, they're in college. They're a little slow. Like, not slow to where it's criminal. Might be on the spectrum, but Come not on. tested. Like they have to go over there to the portable. They did go to the portable to get <laughs> You know the portable, the portable by SDI. They was over there. But oh, I didn't know. I, 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 I thought it was high school portables. I didn't know we had them at school. I didn't know. Right. Yeah, 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 so, wait, that's not what it is. You making this up? No, I'm not. They were portables. You know that. But it um, wasn't for smoke. Yeah, that's it what was. It was oh like God, it's it's right. it was a legit study hall. No. That's what it was. That's where the tutoring was. It was it was the portable. All right. So what? I mean, how did y'all react the first time you tasted a little twang? A little. I, was I don't know. I thought it always had a little twang. My whole life. I was just about to say that's what I heard. Nah, I it was what it was. nah, there's there's that first sip. There's that like the the battery hit, and then there's the rest <laughs> of it. So, because right. the different. first time you taste a little twang, you always like you're like is that pee? Hold <laughs> on, is that pee? A little bit. Isn't that part of the experience? Because it might be. It probably is. Oh no, it's definitely it's definitely Lear. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 
say urine. There's definitely uh, urine in there. Was the twig always urine? Is that what? Is that what we're coming up to? The- it's a. It's a. It's probably a urine pheromone combo or something. It's it's a cocktail. Yeah. It's a cocktail. It's a cocktail. Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up, man. This well, listen. Nice. Yeah, well, we need to get the podcast, but one more nasty thing before we leave. So okay. I think that if I date a chick and I know and I know like. She ate a nigga's ass before. Oh, oh. I feel like I should just get my ass eaten just to level the playing field. Cause I just can't have no woman and she didn't and she didn't ate one nigga ass and she ain't ate. And you not know what right. So that might yeah. be how do you find that I out? My ass ate. <laughs> I ask all Is that the time. A question? Yeah, all the time. Oh, are you on like a get my ass ate mission? Because what is this? No, 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 no. Listen, I've never gotten my ass eaten, right? And at this point, I'm like, I'm like, yes, nigga, I'm like, on like on the fence, right? So I'm like, I ain't really wanted to, but like, through all these, through these years and all these niggas coming out the booty closet. Or getting eight out closet, I've been like, maybe it ain't that bad. But then I'm thinking like, well, if my old lady didn't ate a nigga's ass, the nigga has one up on me. So nah, we got you gotta eat my ass now. Maybe I'm just thinking about it. Whoa, 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 whoa. stop right there. It's, it's still on the whiteboard, so don't worry about it. We'll we'll revisit it later. But yeah, if think, you actually do visit, it, come back and tell us about it. Sure, that's Thank what you. the podcast is all about. So y'all don't tell nobody. Keep it anonymous. <laughs> yeah, we got a letter from a. Wait, go ahead. So, I, speaking of that, I think at this point, um, so I want to first of all say I take back all the stuff I said about about Kiki um, Palmer. I, I was like on her side on that last episode when we were talking about her and her dude. I take it back because she's fucking with this nigga at this point. Apparently, um, they've announced. Uh, that she'll be doing, she's like starring, co-starring in Usher's next music video, um, Boyfriend, where the premise is around the boyfriend being jealous about uh, him, uh, which seems seems a bit messy. Uh, I think she's pouring, she's been pouring it on this young man since the whole incident. And I'm pretty sure he probably, if he didn't apologize, he said something to the effect like let's just work through this or something like that uh i'm hoping because she keeps on pouring the shit on and i'm i feel like my thoughts are he needs to um move forward with his life and maybe put her on child support thoughts so everybody was saying he brought it on himself like nobody was backing this man up today and it's so wild because when lose a draw, right, wrong, or indifferent, you want to be able to approach your partner with stuff. Like even if it blows up or whatever. Now people are saying the gripe was he addressed it on the internet, and I understand that. You know what I'm saying? That was absolutely wrong. But people don't talk as much about that as a fact of like, oh, like he shouldn't say nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? And like I say, nobody has to agree. He could be dead ass wrong. But he should still just be able to say whatever because you ain't gonna be right every single time. So um, at this point, you know she's definitely trolling him, and dude's just like in a bad spot in general. But I mean, 
the train has left the station. Nobody else? All right, I say something. Hey, man, it's fucked up, man. This is abuse. Like, um, it is. Oh, like, it's fucked up because, like, this is gonna, it's gonna live on the internet forever. And they have, like, a child together. So it's like, I don't know, man. I just don't feel like it's cool, like, once they get older and, you know, Mama, you did this video with Usher talking about daddy and this whole situation. I just think it's, kind of fucked up now. But that's the thing. You're right. It is going to be there in perpetuity. So that kid, the thing about kids, the funny thing is they get to make their own decisions eventually. And often, especially in times like this, they be looking at their mama side-eyed because they're like, damn, that's that's how you regulate? Like, we see it all the time now. Like, the kids are these, like, like the Amber Roses of the world and all that shit. These kids see this shit. He's like... I don't know, man. Like, this ain't cool. So, I mean, kids have to make their own decisions eventually. I just feel like it is abuse. And that's what I'm saying. That but that cat need to move on. But I do want to hear a woman's point of view. Maybe maybe we tripping. What do you what do you what do you think, Mark? I wish that I saw what y'all are talking about. Because I didn't I've only heard about the update with Kiki. But um they haven't. The video is not out. All they showed today was like a preview of the video, basically. That was it. Which is some more of her. Is she like all on him, scantily clad? No, no, not yet. So it's no. only about the words that were. She's being. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he's in her twenties, like her early twenties, isn't she? She's about to be thirty next week. Oh wow. Um. <laughs> well, still in her twenties. Yeah. So, I guess I don't agree with anything she's done. Well, I feel like initially her response, her like non-response response, I thought that was cool. I thought that was classy. She addressed it like the people wanted, and she didn't like go in. But at this point, I don't really think this is her anymore. I think this is all a fi- from a financial standpoint. I think her PR lady is having her do this or. I just think there's a team behind this and that it's all very strategic. That's my personal thoughts. But what's the strategy to do what? She's constantly in somebody's name and somebody's mouth. Nobody was really... Kiki had a following, but it was a very specific niche of people. Now it's like people are checking for her. People are following her that weren't before. There's a lot of a, a lot of people, me included, that just look at her as like Akilah and the Bee. <laughs> like, I'm not your little girl that I used to see on TV. So now... Um, all of this is happening and that, I mean any press is good press that's the type of stuff that pays her bills mm. so if a man gains the world and loses his soul you know that's what you want to do you know you know it is out here in Hollywood but that probably makes the most sense to me though I mean it, it could just be a publicity stunt but you're not going to get much out of it like I, I hope no, I just hope it'll give her a little it'll run her fifteen minutes to, to seventeen. You know unless I mean? unless the song slaps. I mean it is an Usher song. It is Usher. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. Oh wait, is this a duet? It's not just her as like the the girl in the video? No, I, think I don't know. A, I think yeah, I think it's Usher. I think song. It's a duet. Oh. I mean I know she can sing. But the, but listen, the song can't be a cool song. 
like just by premise alone, it's, it's gonna a dirty be Mac. Like, it's a dirty it's Mac. It's a man. dirty Mac. Like and your your boyfriend. The fact that you even bring it up, your boyfriend is gonna be a dirty Mac. It's dirty Mac and like at its core, nigga. So. Then yeah. it's gonna be a bunch of TikToks and shit with with the song oh, in the back. Man. It's gonna it's gonna go into a dirty Mac fall. J. Joe, side note: Do you have the Tamia dance down? Wow. Yes. That's a tough. You do? I figured I you would. I figured if there was anybody, I kind of got it too, though. Okay. That's only listen. That's only because I have been in situations where. It would have been cool if I would have known it, and we'll just just yeah. leave it at that. So, how long did it take you to get it? Uh, not long. I think yeah. I posted Keep something on the. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't learn it in like real time. I think I posted on the with all due respect Instagram page when the nigga slowed it down. But I it's really that. easy. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know about it. Since I ate count. Um, I didn't get together till I saw a fat dude do it, and I was like, "Nah, you ain't finna." Play you, needed, you needed the so, hips in it to translate for you. I need to wow. see a bigger man kind of groove to it, and I was like, "Ah, there you go. There's my archetype." So I, I, I got my shit together. But I don't groove to it. I just know it just to know it. Here's a, I, if I'm gonna do a little, if I'm gonna do a little, uh, little step, I gotta, I gotta groove. I have to have put my little groove into it, so. Yeah. I, I, I mixed it up between the fat dude and I mixed it up between the fat dude and I saw some some Kappas doing it and they did like some Kappa type stuff to it and I was like this is getting it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't overly noopy the, bro- hey, the, the brothers was, was doing the Tamiya situation never mind I don't want to hear about it it, it looked good it, looked <laughs> good. it, it, looked good. it doesn't it, it sound like crazy. it looked good so JJ, have you had the, the big, uh, the big debut of it yet? Like I'm about to hurt yeah. these motherfuckers' heads. You can pull it off on camera. First of all, first of all, I'm never gonna. That's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna add any sauce to it. No, no, I, I'm not talking about sauce. I'm saying like, have you like shown motherfuckers what's up? Like they don't play the music and they don't think that you about to hit them over the head with. Again, that would that would involve sauce. No, <laughs> not those things. And it, like, uh oh, they didn't think I could do it. <laughs> Like literally check a block. No nah, man, I'm just like I'm in if it's going down, I'm in this thing with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see. <laughs> so if they run into me at homecoming, what we do what, what we doing? We doing it. We doing it. Okay. I wanna never mind. I feel like I wouldn't know how to do it. Ooh, he really talking about himself. I was gonna say yeah, that. He's like, yeah, he's trying to bait. He's trying to bait you. I don't even know. I don't even know the fan you scroll yet. Florida beat behind it and speed it up. Not right. the not the Duval the Duval Tamiya version. Yeah. <laughs> bigger rankings, bigger rankings in the background. Hey boy, <laughs> I ain't seen wow. nobody do it in Jacksonville yet though. But yeah. I ain't been out also. So yeah, they do it on see. skates in Jacksonville. Young Lauren, do you have the uh, do you have the Tamiya dance now? Not a lick of it. Are you a dancer, Lauren? Am I what? Are you a dancer? Uh, I wouldn't say a dancer. I dance, though. Like, I'm cool. You know what? I got a really great compliment when I went to a friend's birthday party. You got a really good what? 
compliment. <laughs> Comfort. You know you like. cromping. Um, <laughs> compliment of your cromping is a compliment. Yeah, I was hoping y'all was just gonna let me go. Um, <laughs> and it was a gosh, was she Dominican? There was a Dominican girl there that was showing uh-huh. like Dominican dance. That's racist. And then she is it because you don't know if she's Dominican. And then I confirmed it. She is now. I confirmed it. Um, and she had pulled me up to dance with her. I cannot mm. remember the dance mm. we were doing, Go but on. I got it. Would you know? You know what? You know what? Beat you supposed to put all right there. Exactly. So what happened? Oh man. Right. What happened yes. again? So you, let me. You were sitting down and. <laughs> she reached out her hand and cradled her face. Yes, yeah, it's perfect. Hi. Y'all must have very innocent feet because it sounded like y'all was locked in and guilty feet ain't got no rhythm. <laughs> Excellent. Oh my gosh. Speed to the end. She was like, Are you a dancer? Did you used to dance? And I was like, Nah, I just <laughs> I just got you know, <laughs> you know. I did a little fox strike. That's what I I was just feeling the vibes, Ma. It was just a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I, like I was following you. Shit, mommy. <laughs> shit, mommy. Shit is easy when you're a good teacher. Oh, man. Sorry. All right, All right man. So, let's get back to it. have got no rhythm. Man, we want to... Um... Hey, man, you got to be a bad motherfucker to say that to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Girl, I'm never going to dance again. <laughs> right. <laughs> So dramatic, bro. Oh, man, it worked. Hey, boy, it was this game. But um, I want to send our condolences to uh, Magoo, uh, the Virginia rapper uh, known for few. Like I know. I, so out of the two names, out of the two names that you saw, we was going to say rest in peace to. I'm saying it to both of them. Listen, Magoo listen. first. No. She chose Magoo out of the two. <laughs> I'm going to go with the. See, you don't make trying to make me make this shady. So I'm going with, go with the least. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Do you what you go know, the sorry. least first. Okay. What are you talking about? All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> Houston Magoo um, from Timberland and Magoo, Virginia based rapper. Uh, what was this? Yeah, Up Jumps the Boogie. What else he had? That was my jam. Thanks, exactly. Magoo. Give it up. We going to show you how we and then it's like a yeah, pop song. Like that song with Timbaland, Love to Love You. I don't know how big that one was. The bird, bird, bird. Huge. The bird is the bird. Yeah, that was a good one. Good, yeah, good one. Are we really going to say these songs were good? <laughs> hey, hey, he, this man did. I will say those were the jams like in the late 90s, early 2000s. We definitely used to battle the up jumps the boogie. I used to be like, Gangsta walking with the. <laughs> y'all didn't do y'all do that. I did that. We had a dance with some hats and shit. Arkham band? Yeah, what other kind of band you thought was doing the dance? I knew you could dance. Oh, I'm about to say, because nigga jazz band be doing dance routine. <laughs> <laughs> Concert band. Symphonic band. <laughs> it could have been John Darnell Pet Band. 
Oh, we have pet bands in Indiana because basketball. But, um. <laughs> That's the only place with basketball, nigga. <laughs> but basketball's big there and pet bands are big. So that was like a normal thing at most high schools to have a pet band. Basketball not being in Florida. Not like that. But, um. <laughs> but yeah, so rest in peace. With, I guess I was only. I thought hey, I thought Will say something because he kind of from DC, Virginia, all in that same region. So I thought it was like That's love, but no. I mean, I fuck with Magoo. Like I mean, <laughs> but I mean, he has one of the worst rap names of all time. It wasn't a good. It wasn't a good name. Music was way different back then. Like shout out to Wood. Cause. I f- I feel as though musicians in that time were happy with their five minutes of fame and would get the fuck on. Like, I'm about to drop these two, three songs and be done with it. As opposed to now, a nigga will have a cool song and act like we really, really, really want three or four albums and we really didn't need all of that. I mean, Magoo was what Magoo was. It was cool. He dropped his tracks and got the fuck on. But didn't he have, like, some writer and producer credits and stuff? Like, wasn't he, like... Yeah, yeah he, like, he did. He did. And, and also, I think that was also kind of a sign of the times type thing where, like, these niggas will be kind of trash a little bit, but that motherfucker will be laced because he done wrote like 50 songs for other motherfuckers. And that's how generally they got put on anyway. I mean, I think it's just different. Like, I don't. I, Magoo didn't have to be a big ass fucking Hall of Fame hip hop artist. I mean, he had some cool songs. Put that nigga in the hip hop book and let's move on about our business. Yeah, I think it's the way Kangos, didn't it? Did you just say I, work, I still wear Kangos, so I can't talk about him. But say, did everybody wear Kangos at that point in time? Absolutely, especially nah, no. No. Yeah, no. Nah. Like, everybody was wearing <laughs> Kangos. First of all, Kangos were hot in the eighties. We were Kangos. I was about to say, like, my daddy was wearing Kangos. My daddy was wearing Kangos. It skipped me. No, because I was a kid. L L tried to bring Kangos back at one point in time. I was eight years old. E forty wore a couple of fucking Kangos. That nigga's old as hell. That's funny. LL Cool J wore Kangos when Kangos were popular. I think he just never stopped wearing. No, I think that nigga kept wearing Kangos, nigga. So I got my it. first little Kango hat when I was like in um, in elementary school. I never let him go. Didn't Outkast wear Kangos for a short period of time? Ooh. Absolutely. Andre 3000 had one on. But it's part of a look. But that seems right. He also wore turbans. Right. So that's when not I really good. Airport, he had those, um, Wood, you probably know the name of this. Oh, shit. He those, um, what are those sideburns that Jewish men, or I mean, sorry, Amish, Jewish, maybe both have, and they're long. Well, but the curls, I don't know what the curls, I don't know what they are. He had a fitted cap. He had the sideburns that were long and curly. Oh, <laughs> and like the oh, like the Hasidic Jew curly joints. Perhaps, yeah, those. Yeah, you don't. I mean, it was odd to see, but it was the most odd thing. His outfit was kind of the side curls are called. Payos or Payos, it's P-A-Y-O-S. I don't know how to pronounce it, all right? But that's that's what the side curls are. So I just said all that to say he's gonna accessorize some sort of way, and I feel like that can go with like, oh, let me hit y'all with this old school heat for that one. I ain't gonna, that was a nasty time for dressing in general, so I'm not gonna. I agree. Be, I was just. I mean, I, 
I think Wait, about what, all the what time is that? We're talking about early two thousands. Is that what we're referring to? Like, like, like late nineties, early two, like ninety eight to two thousand. I completely. No, 98, 98 was cool. Fresh, right? No, it's it's ninety eight. The year two thousand. Oh, I remember nineteen. Nineteen. That stuff that if you saw it in the thrift store, you'd leave it right there. Every other era. So denim, so denim outfits yeah. were cool though. They were. Yeah, yeah but was wearing purple platinum. That was on you. That was an Indiana thing. I don't know. Definitely had. I had a red platinum denim suit. I had. Right. That album. No, that. Yeah, that wasn't. That wasn't. Talking Indiana animal. Are you mad or? Yes. A little bit. A little bit. When somebody calls you an indie animal, is it derogatory or is it not? Is it just a description? It's not a description. Um, it oh, is mostly derogatory. Okay. They are pretty disrespectful. Oh, I thought I was going to do the dance. Can you do the dance? Can you do the indie animal dance? What's it called? I, I can't. <laughs> I don't know anything about it because I, I, I like to think I have rhythm. Man, so I want to also extend, we also want to extend condolences to Clarence Avant, um, mogul, um, connector. He was affectionately known as the Black Godfather. I know that's one of the fav- my favorite, even to this day, um, Netflix documentaries. Uh, he passed. Uh, this week at the age of 92, so lived a long life. Um, was really known for his um, contribution to the music industry as a producer, um, as it's a music all, in, all, all industries, though, really. Yeah, no, he was, like he was in a... politics. He was, in, he was pretty much into everything. But I mean, he was best known for his um, time in the music industry. Um, but want to extend condolences to him. I know his wife passed. My home invasion like a couple of years ago. Yes. So I was sad as well, but um, rest in peace to him. Any thoughts on uh, Brother Avant's uh, contributions to the culture? No. No. Uh, I think you should, if you, if, you, uh, if you haven't seen The Black Godfather on Netflix, you should. I mean, his contributions a lot uh, were under under the table. They're not, they, you know, a lot of people Pause. don't even know who it is. <laughs> I know so that disrespect. wasn't even that right. That wasn't even worth the thousand reach. Right. I know who he was until I saw the documentary. What'd you say? I knew I was familiar with his work, but I did not know his name before right. I saw the doc. Right. He's a he's a big reason why Obama had the type of run that he had. Just a good documentary and um, good black man. So rest in peace. Absolutely. So um, over the past weekend, they uh, celebrated 50 years of hip hop. See um, see why it would have been better to do him first and then Magoo second? How that would have just went right into like hip hop? Music, dog. What's the problem out? You're right. Anyway. This way was way better. I I felt good about it. Anyway, so 50 years of hip hop was celebrated on the 11th. Of August, I, that's a, I didn't know that was hip hop's birthday, so, um, but it was. So, <laughs> uh, celebrating 50 years of hip hop, I know there's a lot of um, 
a lot of events in in New York over the past weekend. I saw some folks that we know that were out there uh, celebrating. I, I know there was a concert at Yankee Stadium um, featuring a lot of, of heavy hitters. Um, there was exhibits and things of that nature and all sorts of... Nigga said heavy hitters in the first name you say is exhibit. <laughs> I say exhibit. <laughs> Yeah, you did. He didn't mean it. I was like talking that. about. I was talking exhibit. about the rapper. Oh, actual exhibits with an E. With an E. Well, I got heard it. that too. It's like, exhibit. there's no way. I thought that was wild. Oh, I was gonna let you cook. <laughs> you got so, real mad. He was out there. The Pete Pablo was out there. Oh, All right, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. Yeah, nigga. Skilo was like, out there. No. Anyway, exhibits, not exhibits. They had good representation. I think they, I mean, they had like, I think Jay's, well, Jay-Z even performed, but I think they had uh, L, Cool J, Dougie Fresh, um, Sky was out there, Snoop was out there. So they had, I mean, I think they had, they tried to have a good representation. I know that um, Luke said that there wasn't any representation from Florida, which I, I, I thought that was the issue. I think I thought Luke should have been out there at the very least for what he did for the culture. Um, basically allowing um, going to the Supreme Court to make sure that um, hip-hop artists are able to express themselves. Um, I, I did think his contribution was important. should have had a, at least some sort of part of that show, but I digress. Um, but, you know, uh, thoughts on hip-hop in general? When, when did y'all love, when did y'all fall in love with hip-hop? And what's like, have any thoughts on like a, a song that kind of, Put you in the mood, put you in the mind of hip hop or something that, that symbolizes it. The group. So, do you know why that date is why they said it's hip hop's birthday? I think that's when DJ Cool Herc had his first party. Well, he DJed at the party, but it was I think it was his younger sister, younger cousin on Sedgwick Ave in the Bronx was the first house party in. That's when he started doing break beats and people would go up for that. So anyway, uh, so I I heard this question on the radio and I was trying to think and I had a I had oh Lord Jesus bless my sister I have a older sister and um she had that first Run DMC record and she used to play that bitch all the time uh so that's kind of I guess my introduction to like hip-hop and rap music um yeah so i used to hear her play that shit all the time and you know she fucked with that and utfo and like um it was one run dmc song that i memorized and i went to the ymca and i rapped it word for word and people and pretended like i wrote it uh and i was the shit what? until somebody What's else on? It's a Run DMC song. Mm-hmm. I, I have to find it, but oh, y'all remember it? You want, want me to rap it right now? I mean, I'll I find it. You should know. Right I, now. I don't. I don't have it right now. But now I have my own <coughs> raps. If, if y'all want to hear those, I have a whole bunch of them. No. Okay. Anyway, somebody, somebody can go ahead and say their answer. Um, I have a strange relationship with hip hop because I started listening to hip hop when I was not in the United States. So I didn't like a lot of people get the hip hop that's local and they kind of go out or they started in New York. Why well, didn't start with either one of those? So I kind of listened to hip hop on and off. Um, so I kind of have different moments where I kind of fell in love with hip hop. Um, 
I think the first artist, and I know a lot of people don't consider him hip-hop, was probably Hammer. Like, that was... Because he was like probably the biggest international motherfucker at that time. So I was like, damn, that's really when I really heard a lot of rapping and shit. And then I was like, all right, cool. Well, that was it. That's all I really had access to at that particular location. Um, so then I kind of went back to listening to whatever I was listening to at the time. And then my pops bought me like my first actual hip-hop CD. And because it was a European press, right? So you got the European presses and you have the United States press. European presses don't have, at that time, don't have parental advisory stickers on them. So my dad doesn't know the difference between explicit music, non-explicit music or whatever. He just knows what he listens to. So he bought me my first hip-hop album, which was Doggy Style. And I was listening to Doggy Style like nonstop. Like that was like my, I wore the motherfucking like, I guess his tracks off of a CD off of that shit. So it was definitely a big Snoop fan. And this is before I heard any go-go. I didn't hear any like New York hip hop really. It was like hammer then right into motherfucking Snoop. And then when I got um, back to the States, that's when I really became more of a fan of what was available to me. And that was more along the lines of like the hip hop, you know, not hip hop, the Big E, Pac, stuff like that. And also Bone was kind of catching on at that time too. Bone was blowing up. That was just something totally fresh and totally fucking new. So I got to consume a lot of hip hop all at the same time. I could go all the way back to the run DMCs and NWAs and shit. And I got it all at the same time and didn't really get to go like in chronological order like a lot of people did. So my journey with hip hop was a lot different. I'd say probably my favorite hip hop song that I think embodies kind of hip hop. Um... I still kind of put Juicy up there because it's such a, it, it, everybody loves Juicy, whether it's West Coast, whether it's East Coast, Down South, everybody raps to it. It's not like something where it's super like cryptic and you don't know what the fuck they're saying. Like everybody knows Juicy word for fucking word. It's a fucking vibe. Like it's really a perfect motherfucking song. So to me, Juicy would be that song that kind of embodies hip hop. Um, so I'm kind of gonna go chalk here, but um, I call hearing like rappers delight even today. If I hear it, like, um, it's almost like the first time I heard it. I don't know, like, just the beat, the rapping, everything, because it it gives you like a solid starting point, and you think of how far stuff has come, how stuff has progressed, how it's changed. But rappers delight in my opinion, is still very relevant today. So um, that, but then the first kind of like to Woods, a doggy style um, story. Um, I have a cousin. He's essentially my age. He's a couple months older than me or whatever. But all of his brothers, he's my mom's first cousin. So all of his brothers are like my, my mom's age. And so... Uh, one of his older brothers had uh, bought the chronic when it first came out. And I remember when we turned that on, we was like eight, eight or so, maybe. <laughs> and it was just like, ooh, <laughs> like, yes, what is this? <laughs> and I, I'll never forget that day. Like, I still remember it very fondly. I could see the images in my head. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. Because even, I mean, literally the images, like the album artwork was crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? Now you go back, I know like some of the seventies groups 
has some pretty provocative uh, album art, but I had never seen anything like that before, so it's crazy. But yeah, that's it. Rappers delight in the chronic. So my story is kind of similar. Like I, um, the first album I I bought on my own was Crisscross, like in elementary school. Uh, it was a it was a single though. I, I bought Warm It Up Chris. I thought it was so such a, a funny song or whatever. So I bought Warm It Up Chris. Of all the singles you bought Warm It Up Chris? Wow. I like Warm It Up Chris. I don't know why, but it was just funny to me. But um but the thing is like I was I'm still an R and B person. Like I'm I'm more into R and B than, than hip hop in general, but I do I think my father was concerned about my my lack of in, of being super into rap, even in, in, as a fifth grader. So your softness, so, he was concerned about your softness. He was definitely concerned about my softness. Okay. So, so he, he purchased the Chronic, and I remember him playing it the first time in our Ford Taurus, and I pretty much listened to the Chronic for the next three, four years. <laughs> I didn't stop. Like, it was, like, I started buying more albums like i i got into the columbia house scheme like the rest of the kids in the <laughs> 90s and got a bunch of albums that way but the chronic was always a mainstay like i still listen to the chronic at least once a month just a part just to make just to clean my ears out so i mean that's that's just a, a great song and i mean i'm pro west coast rap in general i mean it's it, that's, a, that's what got heavy airplay in indiana anyway so even even if I think of a song, I mean I always think of um, today was a good day. I was like that's still my shit. Like if I'm thinking of a hip hop song, it's just like a it's storytelling. It's 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 like visual. Like you feel like like I'm into story story um, telling rap anyway. So I enjoy that. I'm always an Ice Cube fan. So that's my song. Any thoughts more? Y'all um, distinguish and differentiate between hip hop and rap, or are you gonna are you using them synonym- synonymously in this moment? Oh Lord, that's a great <laughs> question. I mean, if you think about hip hop, I think you're thinking of culture, right? So I think it's probably all encompassing. Okay. Um, I, I'm using it uh synonymously like you said um right but when it doesn't matter until we get to like what 2005 or some shit like right. i mean rap and hip hop are pretty it's pretty easy to tell the difference between the two until we get to like ja rule and drake so you're saying drake's not hip hop I think Drake is absolutely hip hop, but is Drake a rapper? Yeah, ish, ish, depending on what album or what song. I mean, because I mean, Drake rapped on his early Drake. Early Drake was a rapper. Yeah, I mean, I agree, and that's my favorite. But that's my favorite Drake. Is Andre three thousand a rapper? I mean, you can. I say, is Lauren Hill a rapper? I mean, you you can turn into other things. Well, morph into other things. Lauryn Hill is a rapper, but I think Lauryn Hill is more hip hop than a rapper. 
Because I think I she's 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 blending together so many different things. But is she a rapper in the hip hop genre? Like I thought that's kind of because if you're if you're insinuating that if you're doing hip hop you're not rapping, then what are you doing? Performing? Yeah, I mean you could be perform. I mean, so like I've never heard this. I mean, to me, like Tim Timberland is hip hop, but he's not a rapper. He's a producer, though. Like, that's never been his title. It's, it's, never, it's never been his thing. He's never been a rapper. But we can't definitively say that Timberland's not hip-hop. I think there's a lot of different pieces and a lot of different roles and activities that go into Well, I mean, if you want to get into, into like, what makes hip-hop and the elements is breaking and all, all that book yeah. and graffiti. Yeah. I right. for the so. purpose, I just asked so that I could answer my question appropriately. I'm sorry. So, uh. Um, I much like um, what's his name, Chef. Um, Chef no. definitely prefer R&B for sure. So I wasn't really paying attention to rap nor hip hop until, gosh, whatever year Poetic Justice came out was that ninety two, ninety one. Hold on, let me ask the intern. Um. And it may not have even been the year that the movie 1993. Came. Three. Okay. So I got the soundtrack on a cassette tape. And because I had the soundtrack, it was super heavy with rap. And that is that was my introduction. Because, you know, back in the day with the tape, you're playing that thing morning, noon, and night. Learning all the words. It's, it's getting its spins. Yep. Um, so not my typical type of music. I got it for the couple R&B tracks. But it really... Because I listened to it so many times, I became a fan of that hardcore shit that was on there. So that was my intro. Then I was more open to it when it was on the radio, and I was more open to it when it was, um, you know, at my friend's house. And that was when it that that was when it all started. I guess ninety three. So who's your favorite rapper or hip hop artist? It's hard for me to say a favorite. I have like a top five for everything. Okay, give us three. But when y'all said hip hop, my mind separated hip hop and rap because I've heard that done so often. And when I think hip hop, I think a little brother. They're my like my top five of hip hop, and a lot of people don't even know who they are. It's great. Well, they be rapping fast enough, though. I agree, but that's a for me. They are hip hop artists. So I have a question: Do you consider foreign exchange hip hop? Um, it's a, it's blended, right? Isn't it? I wouldn't just call it one. I feel like foreign exchange is like split down the middle, hip hop and like neo soul. Okay. So if we're talking hip hop, is Kanye West not the undisputed unanimous number one hip hop artist of all time? Hmm. Man, that's a great question. Because why wouldn't he be? He why wouldn't would be, be to the people that are Team Drake. I don't, because that no one's had a better person. run than Kanye West. And I fuck with Drake. I am Team Drake. But pound for pound, culture, bars, music, impact. I mean, yeah, I mean, ooh, that, I, mean, I honestly feel like that's an excellent matchup and would love to see them on a, a versus. Who? Who are we talking about? Kanye. I think that would be fun to watch. It's, it's Kanye. Drake is never. I'm not, Drake I'm not, doesn't. Aside. Drake doesn't produce any music. I wasn't thinking. He doesn't produce. He didn't. He, he hasn't dictated fashion. 
It was a run where everybody yeah. went. Right. It's, <laughs> it's, it's Kanye. I, again, I didn't say who was better. I just said I would. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I made you feel attacked. I was, well, I feel like everybody. Was I was just being passionate about that. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was I was just being passionate because no it's definitely Kanye. He's oh, the you're his biggest fan. Now I feel like you're being condescending, and I don't, I didn't mean I don't appreciate that. But I, but I did want an answer. You, you did. I didn't. No, I'm not his biggest fan. That was you asked I, me if I was I, Kanye's I, biggest fan. That was that's what you asked me. You <laughs> would try to be condescending. I didn't know that was fighting words. I mean, if, let me apologize. Let me tell you something. If anybody ever asks you if you're anything's biggest fan, you be all nigga, you bananas biggest <laughs> fan. Like that's fight words. I don't right. care what you say. Right. Behind it, nigga. Did you say bananas? <laughs> yeah. If you like, like all bananas. Oh, cool, cool. Well, uh, I apologize. That's not the way. It's I'm all right. It's all right. No, but no. Uh, good, good point. Wood. Yeah, it's Kanye. I, I don't see. Any, I, I'm trying to think. Else no. I don't even think it's close. Honestly, it's not. Yeah. Would you talk about anybody else after him? I, I, I before him, who was the biggest star before Kanye in hip hop? Well, I'm not. I mean, before Kanye, I mean, I mean, I mean, you kind of gotta say Jay Z just by as successful he is. But pound for like the other facets of Jay Z aren't fucking with the other Jay-Z. facets of Kanye. You know what I'm saying? I don't saying? know. Jay Z was really like that. Jay Z wasn't Jay Z until Kanye got into his life, though. Like them first, like reasonable doubt was cool. Uh, don't, don't don't do that, Mister. I don't like rap either. Don't be like reasonable. I mean, but I mean, but you can't. I mean, but you can't take that, that point. Album. You can't take no, that point right. because Kanye. Right. Kanye wasn't Kanye until Rockefeller came into his life. Consider crossover. That's when you have broken the barrier, and Jay Z didn't do that for a minute. Right. So in that case, then. And before Kanye West, it was LL Cool J. Yes, I'm thinking. I can't think of anybody. Uh, it had to be him. Yeah. Y'all are just gonna keep skipping over Outkast, huh? Andre Outcast. 3000 is my favorite rapper of all time. Why? I'm not skipping it, on, why do people don't go all the way back to LL Cool J? Because Outkast, because Outkast still isn't respected to this day the way they should be. I'm talking about like as far as like, just talking about we're talking about we're talking about stardom and culture. I, Outcast didn't have that type of impact. I would say regionally they did, like they brought in like the, the south, south. In it, yeah, in Atlanta they got Atlanta going. I guess I, I guess fire. maybe that's it. Maybe uh, maybe I'm not thinking far enough, but I thought we were big that they were big beyond regionally. I uh, no, I. I, I I mean, Outcast was definitely Outcast was definitely big beyond reason regionally. I think the problem was their extra regional success was too short. Like I yeah. mean, as, as as impactful as Outcast was, everybody feels like they didn't finish. They mm. didn't finish. They still haven't finished them out. Right. Yeah. It's like the story just stopped in season three because the studio how. stopped it, and it's like we never got to finish it. But you have to see how Outkast's progeny is what makes them so special. Like they have a whole bunch of kids they created more than That's anybody. Not what else. makes them special? I think their legacy is Outkast. Yeah. Outkast is special because they two of the most talented best rappers. rappers you're right. Of 
Yeah. They, and they made, they, 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 they created a legacy more than these other artists. Like most, like they cared, they cared about that. I mean, they, the reason, like people who don't listen to Outkast think that Outkast's best album is Stank On You. That's how you know motherfuckers ain't listen to Outkast. That's when that is a mainstream, <laughs> mainstream people exactly. start listening to Outkast at Stank On You. Most motherfuckers have never even heard of Quimini. So that's what I'm just saying. It really? Just doesn't, yeah. No, I, thought, I, think, I thought it was obvious. Oh, wow. Maybe like the white folks. Right. Like, motherfuckers really don't don't fuck with a criminal. It's like stank on you. They might go to the first album, but some play this, but yeah, they. Criminal was like one of the first albums I got on Columbia House. <laughs> I got my free shit. Outcast just stopped, man. So I mean, it's not their the fault, but it just CD stopped. I bought, the first CD I bought was Soul Food with my own money. Get him up. Get him up. Yep. That album. I still, yeah, I still like that today. Can everybody say their first CD? Sure. Go for it. That you, um, does it have to be that you bought or that you got? Let's just say that you physically purchased. Go ahead. It doesn't have to be that you purchased. Whatever somebody purchased for you if you were that young. Doesn't matter. It was was chronic for me. Wait, that's the one I first met. I was good. Doggy style here. Was that gifted? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't recall the. Yeah, I don't recall the first one I was given or whatever. But the first one I bought with a parental advisory was Ghetto Dope. Mm. And I wasn't even old enough to get that by. Um, Wait, so that's the first one you got at all, or just with the parental advisory? With the parental advisory, I don't recall what the first one was that I got. Uh-huh. Um, but like my homeboy, his I think we might have been in ninth grade. His sister was in 12. She bought it for us. It's a hell of an album. Uh, yeah. To, to get, to hey, Wood, my dad bought me Doggy Style, too. What? I mean, I'm sorry, Doggy Style also. I don't know if they ever came out with a Doggy Style, too. <laughs> um, but he did it for a different reason. He wanted to know what the whole... Like, before Doggy Style dropped, it was just like, oh, my God, this is like the worst album. So vulgar, blah, blah, blah. Motherfuckers was stepping on tapes and shit. Then he bought it. We listened to it on my on the way back home. He was like, "Ain't see the big deal," so he gave it to me. And my mama came in later on that night and wanted it back. You that album that your daddy gave me. Uh, go ahead and bring me that back. <laughs> but the first record that I bought, cause I'm a little older than y'all, record. I didn't buy it. Was fucking "Eat It" by Weird Al Yankovic. That's Ooh, hilarious. hey boy, that, that video was, was it was it was it was a, a forty five too. It was a small joint when hip hop was still in the ugly Single. phase. Hey man, hey boy, vanilla oh. ices and whatnot. Hey boy, I got a vanilla ice tape for Christmas one. Ice ice yeah. baby one. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Oh, um, I think I used Christmas money. Anyways, I I had a disc man first, a Sony disc man before I even had a. <laughs> I bought two CDs because they're Christmas money. So I bought um all, the All That soundtrack. <laughs> I did. Like all the guest stars or something? No. Uh, I'm surprised you don't know about this. I feel like you would like it. Um, All That soundtrack. And then I bought um Life After Death, which was a double CD. 
Remember, they were like eighteen ninety nine. What type of schizophrenia? Are all that, and then life after death. That's how my <laughs> life is to this day. Hey, boy. Dark, so you, right? But why do you think I would like it? Because it's like R and B album or something. Yeah, yeah, TLC. yeah. yeah that's why. Yeah, that's why she thought. Yeah, it's not like Kitty. It's still dope. Okay, I, I googled like, all that. But did y'all used to do that when y'all used to go buy a CD or some tapes? Like, I want to get one R&B and one and one rap album? I did Columbia House for the rap, and then I would buy my own R&B because Columbia House, I, I, I was trying to capture everything I, I thought I should be listening to. I made good choices. This was a, let me tell you, this was a horrible album to have as a child. Oh, all that. So it has Watch Me Do My Thing by IMX, formerly of Immature. He's mine, Mokin Steph. It was. That was that, that, that's <laughs> it. You might have had him once, but I had him all the time. Why was that toxic. on all that? The toxic. Baby Brandy. All that was toxic. All that theme song. Age ain't nothing but a number. Again, a little racy for what we're talking about right now. But that wasn't racy back then, though. Didn't nobody care about that. Yeah, but if you think about it, I mean, the word in hindsight. In hindsight, there's all kind of stuff. Fantastic Voyage, Coolio, Candy Rain. Uh, I don't know. I like you used to. You used to love me, Faith Evans. Oh man, that was a great song. Now you see why I bought it. We we got it by IMH. We got it, wasn't we? Got yeah, we got it. We got it. Immature has more hits than Jagged Edge. I'll stand by that. And Ooh. clap your hands by my, my name. Hey, watch your mouth, boy. It's not talking shit about Jagged Edge. just bigging up Immature. Goodness gracious. Well, immature has some jams, but now all they do is make two movies, so life is a funny thing. Um. All right. Anyway, so God bless you, hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Happy birthday. Long live you. And all that stuff. What do you think about this? We, we got to talk about new hip-hop, man. Everything was very much 90s-centric, man. What do we think about hip-hop in this current state? 2023. Oh, it's gross. Oh, gross, okay. man. I, I'll say that. Um, I will say that hip-hop is more business than culture now. It's been monetized too much, in my opinion. Uh, to the point that where artists are focusing on getting TikTok jams and getting money that way as opposed to artistry. I just don't think the music is as good as it was. And it's not about like how our parents used to be like, oh, they just cussing too much and all that. I don't care about that. I care about the quality of the end product. And it's not the same because the focus is monetization. The focus is getting... Uh, playing the streaming game and getting money that way. Most of these artists aren't fully developed. That's why I saw something earlier, like a couple of weeks ago, talking about how uh, these legacy artists are like selling out stadiums while these newer artists are having to cancel concerts. It's because the level of quality and musicianship isn't there anymore. And I think that's the issue. I agree with that. Yeah, I hate it, but that's just how I feel. I don't hate it. I just don't understand it. I just don't. I look for different things in music, especially now, so I just don't. I don't understand it doesn't necessarily resonate with me. I'm not saying it's bad, but people love it, so obviously there is something there. I mean, like the Migos, for example. 
the Migos don't resonate with me. Like I don't I don't get anything from the Migos except for maybe like a couple of songs. I'm not saying the Migos are trash or the Migos are bad. The music just doesn't resonate with me. One because I don't understand the words that are coming out of their mouth. And secondly, it's just they're not really saying anything that I can actually relate to. You feel me? Um, so I think that's a lot of what we're getting now. That's the whole mumble rap conversation or whatever. And it is the streaming and it is really Magoo. Magoo in 2023 is probably going to get a couple of albums. You know what I'm saying? Because he's just going to keep shoving that the same Magoo stick pause down our throats. Um, and people will probably keep as long as there's one or two singles or whatever, he's going to, you know what I'm saying? People will keep buying it and he'll keep being popular. But we don't really have a whole lot of, I would say, blue chip sort of hip hop artists. Like we got the J. Coles and we got the Kendrick Lamars of the world that kind of give us that traditional sort of flight path of a hip hop artist, rap artist, whatever we're calling them. But we don't necessarily get that from the, the majority of the other artists. All right, cool. All right, so um, let's go. Let's go with music real quick. Stay on music. Uh, quick question. Like I know we didn't talk about this last week. Uh, is Lizzo guilty of her crimes? What was her crime? So she. Oh, who's about to say something? Nah, Sorry. man. If the people in your background, boy, they turn it up <laughs> in the game right. body, boy. You said they'll probably be going in thirty minutes. The motherfuckers taking shots and throwing dishes on the floor. <laughs> trying to be like, I'm right, I just said, ching, ching. Right. <laughs> nah, they kicking it. They kicking it. Yeah. Um, they definitely would have told you that by now. Fuck you, you Hey, pal. Hey, pal. I'm on the phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, so she was accused of a few things. I guess um, her like harassment in the workplace. I guess they went to like a some sort of shady strip club in Amsterdam, and they was telling her that she needs to do some nasty stuff with the with the with the employees. I said this that she was calling the her dancers and fat. Shows, yeah. So yeah. one of one of the allegations was that they were at Amsterdam in the red light district and they have like these banana shows where a stripper puts a banana in the vagina and then like you come and you take a bite and you eat it down to the lips, I guess. Where's this at? Um, Where's this at specifically? Huh? Where's this at specifically? Where's this? Uh I think it's called the banana splits. In Amsterdam. No, I just made that up. Oh. Uh, I don't know. But is just it, type in ADP? Banana Show in Amsterdam. Um, so basically, just a really rough work environment. Um, <laughs> they said they were, she was, again, their words, not mine, fat shaming some of the dancers, and they were getting big, uh, and they couldn't do the moves. Just a real host, hostile work environment. One of her, I guess, the main dance choreographers yes she was like a devout some sort of religion and like was trying to force her beliefs on them and you shouldn't be doing this you should be doing that and this sounds like a whole bunch of um i just workplace violations but like you know it's some great area because you know we're all friends and cool and we go kick it but then you know once you tell me that you I'm about to get fired. Then I start looking back and being like, well, shit, 
ain't gonna fire me for this when you had me trying to eat. You had me having. You, you tried to make me touch a titty in the strip club. So, uh, so she has been taken out of consideration from the Super Bowl. Uh, I saw a comment. Somebody was like, "Why was she even being considered anyway?" She, was she uh, about to win that? Was like, oh. that, that, was, that was kind of my thing. Uh, right. Like who? I'm about to say who likes Lizzo's music. I'm sorry, Lauren. Do you like Lizzo's music? <laughs> uh, Lizzo. Not a fan no, of Lizzo. No. Um. Then uh, uh, they said that Beyonce took her off one song. I'm not sure how true that is because those fake news. Because Beyonce point. said, "I love you, Lizzo," at in Atlanta, but that don't mean she didn't take her off a song. So I don't know. Um, what it, what it, what it, what are y'all thoughts? I guess more so about not necessarily Lizzo, but like kicking it with uh, your bosses and doing cocaine, or whatever y'all do with y'all white bosses when y'all go out. I think that's cool. I don't see any issue with that, <laughs> but I don't understand why why Lizzo's fat ass is fat shaming though. I just that oh, just doesn't man. That doesn't make sense know. to me. We don't know if that's true, <laughs> but I believe it. I believe it. I believe it happened. She seemed like she mean a little bit. I so, but I, but I don't have any problem with you being mean. But remember, always nice fat girl. Like, you can't you can't be fat and fat shame like that. Shit, that's not true. That's, not true. that's man. What do you? It I, ha, you it happens all the time. Five people call fat people. Fat all the time. The most. Freaks call freaks freaks all the time. Hoes call hoes hoes all the time. It's just I don't know. Hoeing is different. Hoeing is different. Huh? Hoeing is different. Hoeing different. Because hoeing there's a false sense of um a fo- there's a sense of self righteousness. Not all hoes know they hoes. Oh, but but fat folks mm-hmm. self righteous too. They're like I'm not fat like you. I weigh two pounds less than you. You fat pit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it'd be like. That sound like those, yeah. those my thousand pound life sisters. They they be going in. Yeah. Oh, I don't watch that. I don't watch that television. I don't watch the whole my shows. fat life and all of that shit. I don't watch that. I watch my two hundred pound life. The meanest people, worst people on the planet, most evil, evil, mean spirited people on the planet be um six hundred pounds plus. So <laughs> I believe everything that Lizzo. I believe Lizzo did all that shit because I watched my six hundred pound life at least three times a week. This one just doesn't come come off as a good person anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like she, a little bit. She from Detroit. Nah, ain't nothing cool about her. I mean, she like took that girl's tweet and made it into a song, and then want to pay her like her Wait, first song. Okay. Yeah, that uh, I woke up and. Some said I was that bitch. What was her first oh, I song? I hate that song. That song? Well, how does it start off? Oh, you're right. You're right. I do remember hearing about that. Yeah. So she she ended up having to pay the girl, but it's just she's just she she wore that booty out thing at the Lakers game. She just don't seem like a cool motherfucking person. She always crying and shit on the internet. It's and this just, is what I'm talking about, right? Going back to the whole Magoo thing. So Lizzo is a Magoo too. Times everything. He really did oh, oh, shit on him a lot because. Lizzo is right. really is Lizzo right. is really a Magoo tier talent, but she's got this whole fat empowerment thing going on, so we have to we have to rally behind her, even though she puts out mid product. Because and, the message, her messaging is is so popular 
it's like her messaging is like you could be fat and and, and still be awesome and i'm like that's not true don't if, say that if lizzo was regular bodied wait are you saying fat people can't be awesome let's fix that not right not, like, not like, what are you really saying Cass? not the way she put it like she trying to say like health unhealthy lifestyles is cool like niggas be dying if, like, you black. if lizzo no, was built like a lot of defending of her lifestyle saying that it's healthy she goes to like great lengths to be like look there's only quinoa in my salad, and it's like, come on, bro. That's cap. That's but it, but it's like, her shtick, though. Like her being fat or trying to not be fat, the whole fat ecosystem, the fat thing. It's her brand. It's the shtick. If she was that's regular bodied, that's she, why I'm not a fan. Because you're annoying. Shut up. And it's not realistic. People be dying, man. Like, that's the whole thing. It's not. It's not safe. But this is so. I guess this is a, a an issue and a, a, another issue is that when do we believe victims, right? Never. Because because we have women victims, right? Um, I think majority of these women, I mean, majority of the victims are women. Okay. But because air quote, we like Lizzo. We don't think Lizzo would do this, so we don't believe the victims. I've just... literally not heard anybody not believe the victims. Everybody's yeah. like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's a no, whole no. lot of, no, it is. Hope... It's more people that don't believe it than do believe it. Those are all, those are all fat people. Oh, Lizzo, I can't believe your, your ass. No, people... it's more people are supporting Lizzo. Like, they don't believe it. They think I don't know people like doing it for the well, money. I mean, that's not the case. I don't think that's the same thing. So, I'm trying are. to get you out of your algorithm and tell you about <laughs> the rest of the world. But what I'm saying is, believes I, Lizzo. I don't, I don't know if they she believe. She just got dropped some hella shit, didn't we just say that? Right, what because because corporate because corporate can't roll the dice on that. But I'm just saying, popular opinion. I think people don't believe the victims. I think they think it's a money grab. But I don't know if they necessarily side with her. I mean, they think it's just like they're just being kind of money hungry. And it's not legit. I mean, they don't believe them. What they, that's what, that's what, I don't know if it necessarily means they, they side with the old girl. So I think it's more not, like... They're not on Lizzo's team. They're being greedy. Being that's what he said. Yeah. That, I mean, they, that they didn't get fat shamed? I think they, they think they're just being overly litigious to get a bag because they were fired. Wait, but you're only talking about the fat shaming. Like, what about no, the no, no, sexual I'm, misconduct? That was the big stuff. Oh, there's sexual misconduct involved? Like, yes. what? What's that that was, was, and banana shows. Oh, I thought they was just out kicking it. Oh, so in no. this situation, Lizzo is the boss. And the she boss, took yeah. them all out to go and play with the bananas with the girls. Right. environment. And they felt a way. Right. Yeah, they didn't want to do it. Yeah, All right. So, in that instance, in that instance, fuck the victims, okay? Because first off, if you're uncomfortable, just don't fucking wow, do it. Wow, that took a hard left. No, just don't fucking do it. <laughs> fuck like, the victims. I mean, unless she, like, takes the banana out from the chick and then smacks you in the face with it or something that's totally flagrant, yeah, I don't have an issue with awful. it. You're a big girl. If you don't want to do that or you don't like that wow, or you feel that, that the show is grotesque, don't fucking go. Don't go and then turn around and be like, oh, my boss made me go and now I'm fucking damaged and now I want fucking money. You're a big fucking girl. Don't fucking walk in. Wait, but how do you, know, you don't know that you're about to have to suck a, a, a pussy banana 
Why would they know that ahead of time? Get out of here. But I mean, but it, it has nothing to do with knowing ahead of time. So first of all, it, so they didn't just go into a Burger King. They didn't just go into a Burger King and then they just start like pulling vaginas out or whatever. They probably went to a seedy establishment in the red light district. We know we ain't they was already in the shady part. Yeah, we not at. We, we, y'all are, you're acting like just because I'm at the strip club, I have to lick their coochies. That's not the case. Well, Why can't they go out well, and kick well, it? Well, well, that's the question. Give, give me that info. Did, did, did Lizzo compel them or force them to lick a vagina? What they were saying was that they were all persuaded and convinced to do this mm-hmm. and told that they would lose their jobs. That's the point. There we, we go. We with our jobs if we didn't do the shit. That's the bottom line. There we go. So if you were compelled that way, right? I'm holding your job over your head or holding your money over your head. Now Lizzo is a scumbag. Everything up before that? What the story is. Right. They were scared to lose their jobs, is what they're saying, if they didn't play these games. They they were threatened that their jobs would be... They were threatened. All right, because you can't just be scared to lose your job and then nobody tell you you would lose your job. That ain't got that shit to do with (laughs) it. But the thing is, I heard something different, though. I heard it was... They weren't scared to lose their jobs. It was more like if you do stuff like this or go out and kick it with her like this, you, you get to go on trips with her and y'all have to do more fun stuff together. Again, gr- those are grown people fucking problems. Like if that's true, I, it's not Lizzo's fucking fault. On spot for not being like down. Yeah. I mean, look, man. My thing is, how much is she paying for y'all to even? Be participating in this. That's what I want to know. So we're wage. So we're Don't wage matter. shaming. No, it doesn't matter how much they're no, being paid. Actually, it was a wage. Congratulations, because at a certain amount of money, you're eating I a banana. Pussy bananas. You know what I'm okay. saying? But people would just be on clout and to be like, how much? How much would it cost for you to eat pussy bananas? Well, we're talking about salary, right? Yeah. Salary one time fee. Two like, pussy, what's your, what's your, two pussy what's bananas. The, a, Two, two, one, one pussy banana a week. Right so now. 19? Number. I can't be bought. There's one. I just don't know what it is at this moment. Let <laughs> me not lie like everybody else is going to do. I will do that shit. <laughs> well, let's, let's say a thousand, say one, one pussy banana a week, 52 weeks, a thousand dollars pussy banana, 52 grand. Maybe people don't even bone that often. Like, that's a lot. You yeah. just eat banana, you get potassium. You're just eating the banana out of the pussy. You're not actually eating the pussy. That ain't no problem. The pussy juice is on the banana. It's all the same. Depending on how the woman feels about you. Never forget. The twang. Did she like you? (laughs) There ain't no problem. It's funny. (laughs) I don't know. There's a price. Oh, man. Okay. I'm not not, going to act like I'm good. The money talks. That's why I said, how much is she paying these niggas? Because you know this is not the first offense. You work your way up when you're a person like that. You see how they get paid. They hit it again. (laughs) That ain't no problem. (laughs) 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 Oh God. But but, but if you're getting paid, I'm just saying, man. You know, (laughs) the more you get paid, the more you don't want to lose your job for the more. Right. You're going to be prone to eat that. Some of these nannies that nannies. <laughs> you got to go on mute. Experiencing wild shit. I love reading their stories. Says, what about the nanners? Nannies. Oh. Nannies be doing. I believe nannies. What? What do, nan- what do nannies do? 
they experience um wild shit. They see a lot firsthand. And they'll sign NDAs because it's a celebrity client, but they have wild stories. This is like, like a book. Is this or an app you go to? A, a subreddit? A su- what, what, where is this? I want to I mean, know. It may have been from a subreddit. I don't even know how I come across these, but they have great stories, whether they're made up or not. It's a treat. Do you watch? The, are you on the Reddit? Speaking of subreddit. The nasty oh, nannies of Nashville, nigga. On the huh? Reddit. Does it have a live feed? Yeah, on the Reddit. Uh, I was going to say on the Reddit porn, but then I stopped the porn part. Because I, I didn't want to lizzo you. And it, it's a treat in there. So, so, I go to Reddit for the porn. Yeah. <laughs> Not a bug, it's a feature. Oh. <laughs> Well, speaking of being blindsided by some shit, um, uh-uh. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Michael Orr is a, um, <laughs> an American football player. He was best known for, well, he played a long time in the league and he was actually pretty good, but he was also known for um, a movie called The Blind Side that came out in 2009 that featured Sandra Bullock playing a benevolent um, white woman who saved a poor black boy from poverty and a crackhead mama. I will say when this movie came out, I didn't believe a word of it. And I, I didn't watch it, but they, they've they been shoving, like it was on HBO literally like, so we got HBO in this hotel last week. This, ho- this movie gets stupid burns, but um, recently was re- announced by Michael Orr that he was never adopted by this benevolent white family. And in fact, they had him sign a conservatorship um, that gave him gave them access to his name and likeness. Um, for, so he really for, didn't explain the movie very well. I mean, go ahead and explain it. I thought we all saw no, it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying you got. I, I mean, it was a movie about Michael Orr. He's a, a football player. He was brought up from poverty um, by some white folks. They took him in, adopted him, uh, and then they started allegedly. allegedly, and they taught him how to play. The mama taught him how to play football. Taught him how to be oh, a I left tackle. Mom taught. <laughs> if you watch the movie, that's what that's what they that's what they make it seem like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they got him educated. They were in what state so, were they in? Tennessee. They were in Tennessee. Dumb. It was like in Memphis. They say he was dumb as a box of rocks. Act like the boy had no sense or smart smarts to him, and they got him smart enough to get to Ole Miss uh, and and make it into the NFL. Michael Orr was like never liked the movie. He said it was all it was all lies. Even then, even when it came out, he was like, "I, I'm, I don't like this movie." I remember that uh, because he was making a point saying it's not true. I'm not stupid. Um, they didn't teach me how to play football. He's like, none of this is true. Oh, I mean, crack movie. Why now? You said his mom wasn't on drugs. Well, he was saying most of this stuff was untrue. Yeah. So, so uh, they should have sued him, like off yeah, the rip, before they even got to this. Oh, why is this in the news right now? I'm still trying to figure that out. Well, because he just discovered real- in February that yeah. he wasn't really adopted. He was placed under conservatorship. Uh, oh, he just found that out. Yeah. So yeah. He, basically, he was more like. Put in a position where they're profiting off of him and his likeness and and everything. They were, he basically sold himself away so they could they could they could write she could write a book, get the book um, converted into a movie, 
and get revenue from both of those streams of income. Granted, these people are already rich, um, but they are—they made millions of dollars off of it and were able to give those millions of dollars to their children uh, to fund their college tuition and things like that. Wow. So, so here's, here's where I'm being lost in the situation. Mm-hmm. He says he wasn't adopted. Okay. So are we talking about he was never formally adopted with paperwork or he never lived with these motherfuckers at all? He lived with them, but being adopted versus conservatorship isn't the same level. Like he was never a part of their family officially. Well, I mean, it's semantics, right? Because if you move into my house and I feed you <laughs> and I put clothes on your back and you play football and you go to school based off of where my residence is, I may not have formally filed adoption paperwork for you, but bitch, I basically practically have adopted you like you live with me. But you're now you're but you're you're right. You're right, Wood. But I think his problem was based on the article that I read, is that he had been bounced in and out of all these foster homes and stuff. So he wanted to take advantage of and or have the backing of some of the legal parts and pieces of it of like having a legal guardian and not being a ward of the state or whatever. And then so they had him sign these papers that he thought was like the adoption papers, but it was really for the conservatorship. Yeah, I, I get that part. That, that that's shady. That's fucked up. Yeah, but it's like you living with a chick and you were like, well, bitch, I pay the bills. I put clothes on. Bitch, we we might, we basically married. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and sign these papers. Yeah, it's a, but it's also a step that you have to take that's just a, a, I don't know, a show of faith, a show of something, a show of love, a show of commitment or something. Yeah. And if he was misled, that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you call these white people mama and daddy. I don't know what the fuck he called them in a movie. I can't remember. But it's, it's, it's fucked up if they were just like, all right, yeah, we're going to take care of you because they figured out this nigga could protect the fucking quarterback and one day might make it to the league. So, yeah, I'm protecting my investment. If that, So that's that's the thing, man. It's like he's apparently he doesn't feel like it was a family because now he's fucking suing. So well, yeah, they might it might have been the best situation at the time, but nigga, I didn't I didn't lie. Well, I don't know if he didn't know he was adopted, but we didn't done all this. You'd have made all this money off of me, and come to find out, like I'm not even really, like <laughs> like slavery. Nigga, you kind of owe me a little well, bit. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know about that, right? See, because because here I have questions, right? Because honestly and truly, first of all, I have a question. I have issues with people who bring up shit, old shit. I mean, this was like what thirty something years ago, and now we have an issue with the adoption. I take issue with timeline that way, but other than that, I have questions. So, if I decided to write a book about my personal experience with you, who lived in my house. I don't understand why I legally don't have the right to do that. If I want to write a book about myself, about my life, my biography, about this podcast, I don't necessarily need everyone's permission to say that I was on a podcast with J. Joe, chef. I mean, you can sue me and say that's fucked up that you wrote a book about your podcast experience, but you didn't consult me and I feel like I need a piece of the book. Because you used my name. Hey, what? 
<clears throat> it wasn't like that though. They bucked him out of the money. Like essentially, he signed over his rights. So did they get in so, the NFL money? Like, is that what what money are we talking about? The money from the movie. They said the movie had grossed like three hundred million or something like that. We still okay. making money. Okay, so he wants a cut of the movie money. They never got any, he never got anything. He got didn't get anything from the book of the movie. Okay. Well, I don't know about the book. I don't know if he he's the subject of both. He's the subject of both. Okay, it wasn't a bio. Okay. Well, I, he's probably entitled and to that. The, the shady thing about the conservatorship, I mean, it's like the same thing they did with Britney Spears. They're, they 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 put a conservatorship on you because they convinced the court that he had like a mental disability or some sort of challenge where he couldn't take care of himself. Yeah, they were, <clears throat> he got um he was retained once or twice, but it was a function of the fact that he was homeless. Like they were moving around and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like it wasn't so it was like they kind of cherry picked parts and pieces. And or I mean they seemed very well connected. Like they were both like um where'd he go? Uh Ole Miss alums or whatever. They knew the judge so, and shit. Yeah, quite possibly. You know what I'm saying? I don't know everything about the town they lived in, and I just happened to see this as it's been going by in the news the last couple of days. But it, it it points to, again, based on what his lawsuit alleges, that this is some very calculated thing. Like, okay, we see this rocket about to take off, so we're going to, like, coax him in the side of his rights over it, and then we get full control of the bread. I don't think he has a case. What's that? I said it sounds like he has a case. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, I hope I hope he does because this. I mean, the whole thing is better. I hate that movie. I don't. I didn't like seeing the book after that movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any. I mean, the movie. The movie was never for us. <laughs> the movie was always there to like kind of like have white people make, kind of make white people feel good about themselves. That was never a feel good story for. Young black man. Did y'all think it was strange? Like in two, like when Obama was president, his first term, they started making all these white savior movies. They that came out. The Help came out. The The Butler. It was a bunch of bullshit that came out. Like a string of movies that came out during that time. It was just that shit was crazy. Shit was crazy. Terrible time. Anyway. Um. All right. So we about to close out, but we had to ask have have, have one last question. This is really for Lauren. So we'll give you some background. Um, there was a video that came out this past weekend. It was on Twitter, but they, they shut it down pretty quickly. But there was it was this uh, they were doing like in Jamaica and Montego Bay on this river. They have these bam these little bamboo rafts, and they have dudes on there giving women booty massages now in this particular case uh they were given the uh get, young lady was getting a massage and then it got a little more aggressive the dude pulled his shit out and then uh i think he was about to like go in and she's like no 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 you gotta get a, a, a plastic bag first and then um we could continue and then it cut off now this is a thing down there where they—that's what the the service is being featured on these shady um, raft trips, and I think she I see it on Instagram it now where people be like on the river doing that. But I didn't know that was a part of the package. What a happy ending! 
Yeah, I know Happy Indian was a part of the package. So, what is the bag? I don't understand the bag. What is the bag? Um, instead, like um, protect, like real, like protection. They got like a a plastic bag. So, dude, boned her with plastic bag on his dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she is a tourist in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know this was the topic. Wow. <laughs> That's what happened. Just for the record, audience, I had no idea that this is what we were going to be talking about. Maybe. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't. I feel like this has gone awry. But go ahead. Is that what, what's the question? A nigga fucking his, yes it's on a raft with a Dixie bag. Chef has yeah. gone rogue. Everybody, <laughs> chef's gone completely fucking rogue. The question okay, was. Okay. The question was. When those women go down there to Jamaica and they have the niggas this- rub that mud on their booties uh, for 30 minutes or more, do you consider that uh, inappropriate? I that gave just- the most extreme case. That was just recent, but yeah, under normal circumstances, I'm thinking that doesn't happen. But why are you saying is that cheating? Like, I don't... It's the less, yeah. it's lesser version that J.J.O. gave. Is that cheating? That's... That's fair. I'm so grossed out uh, by the plastic bag fucking that I'm. Yeah. That's nasty. It bothered me. And if Twitter pushes, take something off the internet, you know it's bad. Because Twitter don't care. But you you started this by saying that it was a question for me. Why me? Because you're you're a a woman. Uh oh. That's sexist. From my perspective, is is a woman doing that though a cheater? More so the, the booty rubbing, just the booty rubbing. I would just give him the most extreme case. It's just the booty, like the massages. <laughs> Is that bad? That's really the question. Sorry. So well, that's different than the answer, because I was just going to answer if it was cheating, which... No, I'm just, just the massage. I'm going to say, always always say that... <clears throat> relative to what your relationship is so if you know that your dude likes to get down with booty rubs and it's like it's whatever i mean it's it's it all depends on what y'all decide works for you right can we just agree about eating what's it cool in my relationship may not be in yours but then if we did not have any rules if there were no rules and we didn't have that conversation and my man went and uh got his booty rubbed or his meat jacked whatever (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know that I would consider it cheating, but I would definitely be like, yeah, no. Cheat. So, cheat so you don't you don't think hand jobs are cheating? I'm cheating just adjacent personally. She said, yeah, no. I, the last part is the answer. I think the yes, yes is the umbrella term. Yes, it is. Okay. Is, there any, is there any scenario where it's not cheating? I'm about to say it sounds like it's cheating. <laughs> What's the loophole? What's the loophole to get me? No, back? no, it's not that. It's just that I keep we keep talking about more than what I'm like reading, where it says booty rubs. So I keep we're, we're past. We're, we're, we're just we're just focused on that. Like again, that may not be in certain people's relationships. For me personally. Right. You're doing too much. Yeah. There you go. So Do you have any friends that get massages with happy endings? God, 
I don't know about get. Nobody's talked to me about that in a while, but I had a whole roundtable discussion with some friends that was getting happy, happy ending. One woman and a couple dudes, and it made me super curious, like how, where, and then I found out where that takes place in my city. Um, cool. And then what? What's next? Yes, yes, I went. Um, oh, for all this, but it's good content. So. Yeah, I was really curious. Like, oh, they do that for girls? I thought it was for dudes. Really, really. Hold on, cut that down low because I want to hear this story. Hold on. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, me and this dude I was seeing at the time went. Like, he was like, I'll go if you go. I was like, bet. I would definitely only do this if a man was with me, just for safety purposes. A safety um, nigga? Okay. So, we pull up. And, you know, we hide the bottle of Henny under the seat. I'm just kidding about the last part. So we pull up, and they wouldn't even let us inside. And you think that it's because, like, they saw me and was like, nah, like, come back without her? Like, I was the feds or something? Because they wouldn't let us in. The lady literally came outside with a flyer recommending we go somewhere else. <laughs> so I never, I never got in the building. You definitely look fatty. Do I look fetish? Yeah. Well, I don't have a story for y'all beyond that, and I'm sorry. Everybody got real comfortable. So that's right. Yeah, I picked my shoes off. I um, mean, that was a time when I was going to see what was popping. Nothing was popping. Fetty <laughs> wild. It's crazy. So your friends, so your, your women friends would go often and get... No. Happy ended, or they only went once. One experience. I think she um she was overseas. She said she was in I don't know, one of the Asian countries where she said she, it, she went for a massage. Like it was a spa day with her crew wherever she was with, and she said it definitely turned into more than that. <laughs> and she's saying it's super casual. I'll never forget this. And so I'm all, what do you do? What'd you say? What? And she's like, I don't know, like it was almost over and it felt good, and then I paid him and I left. <laughs> so it was that. That's cool. And that was my introduction to even hearing that that happened to women. I didn't know that was a thing. But also, I was surprised about that too. I, I thought we were talking about the Instagram dudes who'd be rubbing baby oil on booties and. But we it switched over to happy endings. Yeah, we hella switched over, bro. Those people. I feel like you're kind of way too into these Jamaican niggas. On no, this no, I'm map. not talking about. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like the the people who just do it on Instagram, not like, them. Job, right? Yeah. I mean, like that Atlanta freaky masseuse, masseuse. Is it only in Atlanta? Because they do become. Uh, so the people they travel. I've yeah. seen. I look at all these all these links. They travel because I compare prices. They charge so much money, but the funniest part is people in the comments be like, Thank you so much. That was so relaxed. And I'm like, home, oh. went to one of them. She even put on, on Facebook, she's like, I'm about to go see such and such. Oh. I was like, Oh, you about to get bombed or something? And she was like, Shut up. And I was like, You don't put on, on on the internet. What are you talking about? And then she talked about afterwards, she was like, Man, it was great. I was so relaxing, such a gym. And I was like, What? And see, she's talking about the dude, but you know, there's women that do it too. I can't think really? of his name, but I started following her. No, no lie, because her videos were so—they were really tastefully done. It wasn't 
I don't know. The guy one's going to creep vibes, but when it's a woman, you know, it's a double standard, but it's different. And so her so client, it was woman on woman. All of the above. She has both. <sighs> and then you just choose and package how far you want things to go. And, you know, she sets the mood and she's like rubbing. She's super thick, like super. Man, super, if you don't give us this name right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know the name. You want me to try to find it? Please. Wait, but don't, don't follow but The last time I saw her, though, she was like, you know, Arrested. get your ticket because this is the end of my tour. So I don't even think she's doing it anymore. But let me see. Arrested. <laughs> She might have been arrested, though. She, she rubs her whole body on people. Okay. Um, and she also did say that her videos get taken down a lot for the haters, and she was very frustrated with that, so she might have gone a different route. Um, yeah, I found her page, and I all her videos is gone. It's just her. This is not what she came here to see. What's on there? Oh, wait. Hold on. I might not have been on the right page. Okay, here you go. Type in pure intimacy underscore. I don't like when we have underscores. Well, you know how I feel about underscores. <clears throat> pure intimacy underscore. Because somebody had regular pure intimacy. <laughs> yeah, there could be a lot of work. Oh, pure intimacy was taken. <laughs> it is taken. Is it I see pure intentions, man? It's not an intimacy it's wrong. E-I-N-T-I-M-A-C-Y underscore. It's like, oh, there we go. Oh, she's, she's. I want to be slutted out, then babied. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just like her videos. She's always so gentle. I don't know how to explain it. It looks like it feels good, but it doesn't look worth, you know, a thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. Um, does how much is it? I don't know. It's I don't know, it's a lot. She's if, like just tears. If, if we can get um some of our uh with all due respect people to chip in. Would you go if we sponsored it so you can come back and give us a oh man breakdown? Um, oh, she, yeah, she if I she'd be rubbing bed. September fifteenth to the seventeenth. more than I paid a lady up the street to do my regular massage. I, I wouldn't pay for this, but if somebody else paid, yeah, I could I could be your channel five the reporter. Awesome. Okay, well, you heard it out there, guys. You know, when you put it in the cash app, just put uh, Lauren's massage. <laughs> <laughs> if, <laughs> if only I could record. Sorry, guys. So do I have to get naked for this? Like, am I doing the top tier, or are we going to keep this cute? Uh, it looks like the good one's a butt nakedness. It, it, the experience. I mean, it's not like we're going to see it. I mean, you're just going to say what happened. No, she's definitely going to post it on her page. It's kind of her thing. Oh, that doesn't seem right. You wish you had to sign an NDA for that. Well, yeah, you probably have to sign. Right? You're right, but her reviews just from women and men just seem to be like five stars across the board. She just seems like a, a like a true professional. Those mm -hmm. other dudes just don't feel professional to me. It feels you started an Instagram to rub bitches. No, that's definitely what happened. Yeah.
All right, cool. Well, I think that we covered everything for this evening. Any other thoughts from the crew before we close it out? Are all hearts and minds clear? I have a question. Okay. And it's it's for y'all. Mm-hmm. When when your homeboy sneezes, do you say bless you? Oh, yes. Yeah, of course. Say God bless you. I just wanted to see. Is that gay now? Right, I, I, I read that somewhere and I was like, damn. <laughs> y'all Wait, can't do that. That's on the list now? <laughs> y'all can't do that. That's on the list. Yeah. I didn't know that was on the list. But I was like, dang, it's saying bless you too far? No, you gotta bless your friends. Okay. Just glad all of y'all are big. But you don't have to take her word, um, Lauren's word for it, though. Yeah, me, me. I work for it. Hey, what are other 